The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. If you have been in the centre of Dublin City any time recently, you will be familiar with the Stevens Green Lewis stop. And directly at the corner of Stevens Green there, top of Grafton Street, where that Lewis stop is, there is a public toilet. It seems to be a mobile public toilet because I think it's on the back of a truck, but it's a public toilet nonetheless. That public toilet costs €390,000. Now you might say, well, that's quite a lot to build a public toilet, but I suppose these things are expensive and the real estate is expensive in that area of Stephen's Green. Except it doesn't cost €390,000 for it to have been put there in the first place. It costs €390,000 each year, every year, to run it. That's right. It is more than a third of a million a year to run a toilet. Which raises questions about, is there a cheaper way to do this? And one of the suggestions that was made by one Dublin City Councillor was to uh, use the money to provide some kind of subvention to restaurateurs and to cafe owners around Dublin and say to them, well, look, throw open your doors and let people urinate within your bathrooms rather than at a €390,000 convenience in the corner of uh, Stephen's Green. Now, Dublin City Council have said, no, let's not do that. But we thought it was worth ventilating the idea to see if there was anything in it. And we're joined by uh, Anthony Gray who is owner of Alabon and Hooked Restaurants in Sligo, and Gina Murphy, who is owner of Hugo's Restaurant in Dublin. Hi, guys, you're very welcome. Hi, Anton. How are you doing? Very good. Anthony, let me start with you. The notion of saying, look, you don't have to come in and buy a coffee, you don't have to have lunch, you don't have to have dinner, just come on in and use our facilities. Does that dog hunt as far as you're concerned? Look, I suppose it's it, it's different for every um, city, I suppose, and jurisdiction. Jurisdiction, like you know, uh, here in Sligo, it's, it's it's a different kettle of fish than obviously Dublin. It's not a major city. Um, I have no problem with people coming in within reason, and uh, we've actually partnered up. Would you believe it? With Sligo County Council, we're doing a pilot program here in Sligo because. There's been an awful backlash, really. To, uh, we don't have public toilets here in Sligo, but we do offer a lot of venues where they can come in and use the facilities. Now, the majority of people that come into my premises, they'll buy a Coke, they'll buy a mineral, and they'll use the facility. Some of them don't, and I let them in, but it's under my owner's discretion. Like, obviously, if somebody's coming in and they're out of it, I'm not going to let them in and use the toilet. So we have partnered up with Sligo County Council and Sligo Business Improvement District. Um, And we're going to pilot that programme because we're going to have 11 different places where you can use the toilet within Sligo. And they'll be publicised on social media and it'll it'll give the public an opportunity to do that. Would it work in a bigger town like Dublin? I don't know. If there's a if if it's a case that the the Dublin City Council and all the county councils around Ireland were going to reduce the rates and offer something, well then I think that's the way it should be going. But it's hard to know. Do I think public toilets work? No is the answer there. I don't. I think they're appalling. They're not maintained, and they're absolutely losing money hand over fist. So you know I'd probably be in agreement with with a little bit, but obviously. Jane up there in Dublin might have a totally different argument and obviously it mightn't work up in Dublin compared to a rural town like Sligo. Well, let's find out from Regina. I'm laughing because I'm, I'm from Mayo, so I completely understand the differences between um, being in business and operating down the country to operating in Dublin. Um, would it work for me? No, it would not. There, there you go, full stop. Um, look, if somebody really needs to use the loop, I, of course they can come in and use it. You know, with 
with uh, my oversight, obviously, as to who comes into my premises, I mean, this is a private business. It's not to, it's not, it shouldn't fall on private businesses to provide public services. I mean, you look at any other city in Europe, and they have, like, you go to Paris, they have over 400 standalone public toilets that are all spotless, right? And they're just little cubicles on street corners that you go into, the door is open, you know. Um, Belfast has them. London, everywhere else has them. Why can't Dublin just get a tech together and put in proper t- public toilets? Although every time we have tried it, Gina, we have managed to make a total hames of it. I mean, most recently there were the ones on, the hugely expensive ones on O'Connell Bridge. There was the meeting of the waters on College Green, which if you had ever gone into was a fairly harrowing experience. And if you casted your mind all the way back, there were basement public toilets in the middle of O'Connell Street, which were like something out of train spotting. Yeah, no, I I went to college up that end of town, so I remember them. Um, Yes, but I mean, in this day and age, I mean, I don't think... I mean, while there should be free, there's only eight public toilets free on the Dublin City Council website right now in Dublin City Centre, okay? Two of those are in sports centres. Um, four of them are in libraries or the City Hall, which are daytime operations. There's the one on Grafton Street and the one on Riders Row. But if you actually go onto their website, it says the majority of them are closed. Their website isn't even up to date. So if you can't get basic things like that right, how are you going to get things like running a public service right? If every other city can do it, why can't we? Do you think, though, Gina, to some extent that some restaurateurs and cafe owners are effectively running quasi-public toilets? Because the amount of people who must come in and say, you know, what is the cheapest thing that I can buy in this establishment? You know, give me a Coke. Now, can I use the bathroom? That's effectively charging somebody a couple of quid to use the toilet, but functioning as a public toilet, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, look, if if I'm going into a premises or I need to, I would always spend some money and support the business. But I mean, it shouldn't, if you're going to do that, then why not have a public toilet that you pay for anyway? Do you know what I mean? 20 cents or something. And you can, you can have it like if you take Belfast, they've got a a thing called um, a radar key. So anybody with a disability can apply for these keys, which means then that the bathrooms, the toilet facilities are free to use. So, you know, there's ways around and, and providing these facilities. Like, Paris always blows my mind because it really is, and the toilets are always spotless. So I just, I just don't understand why we can't do those kind of things here. Why does everything seem so difficult in this city? It's funny, as you're talking, you know, a text literally popped in that said exactly that. Why is it so hard to get public toilets right? Another one, can we build a public toilet in Stevens Green like Dunleary Park has done? Another, that's just typical of this country. How can it possibly cost more than 300,000 a year to run a toilet? 390,000, very nearly 400,000. Who's being paid that money? That sort of expense needs to be questioned. And another, would public liability insurance cover an owner if she or he threw the premises open for use? Well, Anthony is the man who can answer that because that's exactly what he's doing. If people are coming into your premises to use the bathroom and they are not paying customers, Anthony, and they have a slip and they bust a hip and they decide to sue, does your insurance cover um, I think the insurance does cover it. Um, I'm not 100%. I'm, say, 95%, I'd say. But uh, I, 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 it's something now, you know, obviously that I'm going to look into. But I know it's, it's going to be a pilot programme here in Sligo. So, obviously, uh, I'm sure that they've looked into that uh, to make sure that we are covered under your public liability, which I think you would be. Um, but, you know, if, if you go back to... If you go back to the reality of Dublin and, and, and Sligo, there are two comparisons. And to be honest with you, if you want to get anything right first, you need to get your policing right. 
Uh, and if there's more Garda presence and stuff like that and people's attitudes are changed, well, then probably you wouldn't have the abuse that you'd have of the public toilets being used for X, Y and Z. But unfortunately, we won't have that at the moment. Uh, and until we do, I think, you know, it's going it's to be it's going to be a hard enough job to to get people to, to use uh, public toilets uh, anywhere across Ireland. And, and unfortunately, that's the, the state that we're living in at the moment. Have you any concerns? Because it's one thing, Anthony, to say, look, I've, I've always had a flexible policy and if people come in and ask to use the bathroom, we, we allow them in. There's a big difference between that and actively advertising yourself as a quasi-public toilet. Have you concerns about the clientele that your restrooms are now going to get? Will it be different? Um, look, I'd be very concerned about that. I've, I've already had clientele um, obviously, uh, someone's every character's now and again down here inside of that she just won't let into the restaurant. Never mind, let lose the toilet. Um, so, like you know, it, it is one of my concerns. As I said to you, it's a pilot program. Um, you know, if it, if it doesn't work out, I put myself forward to it. If this doesn't work out, and if I find that it's going to be a, it, my staff are getting abused or my restaurant is getting you know damaged and stuff like that, well, obviously, I'm going to pull out of it. But I hope it's not the case. I hope we can be, you know, leaders in it and uh, show people that we are willing to open up the toilets with it and, and, and give people a chance to use it. Because obviously, look, if you need to spend a penny, come on in here and you can spend it in, in Hooked or Alabond. Well, there's, a, there's a, a text saying there were public toilets in Stevens Green, about 50 metres down from the entrance to the Green for decades. The structure is still there. Yeah, that's right. The gates are closed, but it's still there. Why is this structure not recommissioned? This is another example of the lazy approach by DCC. And there's, an, uh, there's a similar structure on the, the corner of Adelaide Road and Leeson Street that's now a cafe. I think there's one in Fairview Park as well. So there is a litany of existing structures that have either been taken away from being uh, public toilets or are non-functioning. A text saying, as somebody who has an irritable bowel disease, the lack of public toilets is a major problem, not to mention a tad limiting and somewhat cruel. And a suggestion saying, in most bars in Holland, you can use the toilets for a fee of 50 cents to a euro. Why can't the bars here... What about that, Gina, if it was a revenue earner so that you knew if somebody's coming in, even if it's a nominal fee of a 50 cent or a euro, it limits the chance of somebody uh, coming in to do something nefarious and it's a little bit of revenue? Honestly, for me in the restaurant, it, it just wouldn't run anyway because the restaurant uh, restaurants are very uh, kind of different places to bars. Bars are, you know, very jovial and fun and people are standing up and chatting. But restaurants, uh, you know, you have to create a very um, specific atmosphere. So I, I just couldn't do it. My, my bathrooms here in Hugo's are downstairs. So they have to come in through the restaurant and then go downstairs. So they have to pass customers who are dining. And it just... It doesn't work in every situation. It might suit some places. It might suit cafes. It might suit, um, you know, uh, probably more casual kind of um, businesses. But it just wouldn't work for me. No, it wouldn't. But, I mean, look, I, I think the biggest uh, issue here is that there's a lack of public toilets. It's, it shouldn't fall back on business owners to have to provide this. You know, we're, we're you know, if you do that, then what else are they going to um, need us to do for them. These are these are basic facilities that should be provided in in every city. I mean, I know you know Sligo or, or places like that might might not have the the full capacity to offer these. But I mean, in a in a leading European capital city, we should have basic things like public toilets.
that's that's the bottom line. Given that both of you undoubtedly have a, a fair degree of interaction with the tourist trade, is it something that people raise as a problem? Gina, have you had people complaining about the lack of facilities in, in Dublin? Uh, not, not like it wouldn't be a topic of conversation. But I mean, I would always, you know, <laughs> I would always kind of, you know, if somebody comes in, I know they're a tourist and, you know, they ask you to salute, of course, you work away. You know, there's no, no issue there. Like I had a gentleman came in today and took photographs of the wallpaper in my bathrooms, you know. So, you know, it's, it's just that it should be there. I mean, I know we have toilets in the galleries and in the museums and that. But I mean, like I say, every other European capital city has on-street toilets that are maintained. I just don't understand why we can't do it. Gina, thank you. That is Gina Murphy, owner of Dublin's fanciest wallpaper in a toilet, that in Hugo's Restaurant, of course, in Dublin, Anthony Gray, owner of Alabon and Hooked Restaurants in Sligo. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.